RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. Tonight's headlines. Fund that raises money to help people arrested during the 2019 social unrest says it is immediately halting the collection of donations. Health authorities seal off a block in Lohas Park after a woman tested preliminary positive for COVID. And in a rare move, the government cancels pre-sale consent for luxury development in Homantin. A fund that raises money to help people arrested during the 2019 social unrest says it is immediately halting the collection of donations. It's Timmy Song. The 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund says it made a decision to stop taking donations because the Alliance for True Democracy, the group whose bank account it uses, said it would no longer execute its payment requests. National Security Police recently announced they were investigating the two organizations and ordered them to hand over information, including details of donors and recipients. In a statement on Facebook, the Relief Fund says it is deeply aware of the impact of this turn of events on current applications, and it will do its best to look for solutions. It says legal advice is being sought on whether donations made recently can be refunded. The fund says it has about $7.2 million in the account. Last month, when announcing its decision to cease operation later this year, the fund said it needed to raise about $25 million to settle outstanding legal fees and other operational costs. And Security Secretary Chris Tang later questioned why it was still asking for donations when it was about to disband. Health authorities have sealed off a block in Lohas Park and ordered residents there to undergo compulsory COVID testing. The move is a precaution after a woman who may be infected arrived back in the SAR yesterday after a short trip to the US. The woman had tested negative before leaving Hong Kong, but the length of the trip was shorter than the incubation period. Zhuang Wong has more. The move came after a 42-year-old woman living at the Changquan O residential development tested preliminary positive for the L452R mutation, which is present in the highly contagious Delta variant as well as others. The woman was fully vaccinated and she'd traveled to the U.S. on August the 24th before returning to Hong Kong. Officials have classified the case as imported. Compulsory testing orders have been issued for her residential block and for her workplace in Hong Kong. Hong Kong also confirmed two imported cases today, one from the United States and the other from the Philippines. Government pandemic advisor David Hoy says that it appears that the new variant is less infectious than Delta, but he stressed that there's not enough data to draw a conclusion at this stage. Damon Pang reports. The World Health Organization recently listed the Mu COVID strain as a variant of interest, and around 5,000 cases from 39 countries have been reported so far. There's not a large number of cases except for Colombia and Ecuador, but recently there's already no cases found in Colombia, so it appears the new variant has already spread to other places. The Chinese university professor said it seems the Mu variant, discovered in January, is less contagious than Delta, which spread across some 160 countries in roughly the same time frame after it was found. The experts said inoculated people could still contract a new mutated coronavirus, but vaccines are still effective in lowering the risks of death and serious infections. But a leading microbiologist from the University of Hong Kong, Ho Pak Lang, said data show that the coronavirus is becoming more drug-resistant. He said as the Mu variant becomes more common in Europe and the US, Hong Kong can expect to see more cases as well. 
Chief Executive Carrie Lam has sanctions and authorities for helping Hong Kong combat the COVID-19 pandemic, saying officials there had done a lot to help SAR residents. So Ung reports. Speaking at the high-level meeting come Hong Kong-Shenzhen Cooperation Meeting 2021 in Shenzhen, Carrie Lam said it is the wish of all Hong Kong residents to visit the mainland quarantine-free soon. The chief executive also hailed the national security law during the meeting, saying it has solved Hong Kong's problems and removed any hurdles in the SAR's integration with the country's development. She said Hong Kong's relationship with Shenzhen is unique, adding that cross-border cooperation is crucial in propelling the development of the Greater Bay Area. In response, Shenzhen Communist Party Chief Wang Weizhong said Hong Kong's relationship with Shenzhen is closely knitted and the two cities are just like brothers. He said efforts should be made to mold the two cities into the most dazzling twin stars in the world. Government has cancelled its pre-sale consent for a luxury development in Homantin. Lands Department data showed that it made the rare move on the 27th of last month. The project was owned by Tycoon Pan Sutong, who is the chairman of Castrap developer Golden Financial. Two to RCHK, the time has just gone past five minutes past 11. University of Hong Kong researchers say they found that the territory's low smoking rate is the most important reason why Hong Kongers typically live longer than people from other high-income places. Since 2013, Hong Kong has had the longest life expense in the world, at 82 for men and 88 for women. Jimmy Choi reports. Teams from Hong Kong U and five overseas universities looked into the course of death of 263 million people in Hong Kong in 18 countries, including the United States, the United Kingdom and Japan. Researcher Michael Nee, a clinical associate professor from Hong Kong U School of Public Health, said they found that the SAL have fewer smoking-related deaths than anywhere else. Here we see that deaths due to smoking in Hong Kong men has been substantially lowered in high-income countries since 1979. And for women, deaths due to smoking has increased in high-income countries. But in contrast, uh, the corresponding rate in Hong Kong women has remained stable over the past four decades, leading to a widening gap in smoking attributable mortality between Hong Kong and high-income countries. The Hong Kong U research team called on lawmakers to pass a bill that would ban the sale of e-cigarettes, saying the products encourage young people to pick up the habit of smoking. Elderly people say they've had a much smoother time resubmitting their applications for the government's consumption vouchers after three additional centres came into operation today. Violet Wong reports. There were chaotic scenes in Mong Kok last week and scores of people whose applications for the $5,000 handout were rejected scrambled to submit additional paperwork. The government subsequently said additional collection points would operate in Central, Taipo and Tumun until September the 15th. An elderly man who dropped off his documents at the General Post Office in Central said he found the new location more convenient. I came from Causeway Bay, which isn't far from here. I knew it must be crowded in Mong Kok and I might have to queue up for two or three hours. We elderly people in our 80s would faint. So I thought I'd wait and see. The arrangement today is good. The whole process took just five minutes. An elderly woman who visited the typo centre was also happy with the new arrangement. I live in the northern district. I shouldn't have to go all the way to Kowloon or Hong Kong. 
Yesterday, Financial Secretary Paul Chen apologised for the government's handling of applications for the voucher scheme, conceding that it caused problems for many senior citizens. DUB lawmaker Elizabeth Quartz says she's received more than 250 complaints about the sudden closure of two beauty salons and a massage parlour, adding she believes the victims had in total lost $10 million among them. Wang Yinting reports. The three companies, About Beauty, Dr. Pro Talk and Top Comfort, suspended business on September 1st, but did not make clear when or whether they were reopened. Ms. Quartz said none of the victims had been able to contact their businesses. As a press conference held by the lawmaker, a woman surnamed Ho said one of the salons about beauty owed her $60,000 worth of beauty treatment. My last visit was on August 31st, a day before its closure, and the staff there still recommended new beauty treatment packages to me and offered me freebies, but I rejected. Ms. Ho said she'd been a client since 2015. She said the Consumer Council was unable to help her, as the company did not make clear whether it's closing permanently. Ms. Quartz said she had reported the complaints to the Customs and Excise Department, adding more legal protection is needed for consumers. We have been discussed with the government for quite a period of time if they should issue a licensing for a company that provides a beauty service or um, a therapist who provide beauty uh, services. However, the government so far no response at all. <laughs> so for consumer benefits, uh, now is uh, lie on the responsibility of the Consumer Council uh, to protect consumers' um, benefits. Ms. Kwa said her party also received complaints from eight staff members. Police say they have arrested more than 2,300 people in an annual anti-triad joint operation with their Macau and Guangdong counterparts. Jimmy Sung reports. During the campaign codenamed Thunderbolt 21, officers raided about 2,000 venues, including illegal gambling centres, bars, party rooms, as well as vice dens. They also seized weapons, drugs, as well as bookmaking records. Chief Superintendent Wong Wai from the Forces Organized Crime and Triad Bureau said the force hasn't seen any particular changes in crime figures since the pandemic, but he said the force is closely monitoring the crime trend. Mr Wong noted, though, that 3,000 fixed penalty tickets were issued during the operation to people who flouted a gathering ban. He warned the public to stay away from places that could get them into trouble. You notice the issuance of those uh, uh, fixed penalty tickets for violation of CAP uh, 599. I I, I won't say it's on the rise, but uh, there was uh, quite a big number. Macau and Guangdong, meanwhile, arrested a total of about 3,200 people in the operation. Beijing says a special economic zone in Shenzhen created to boost cooperation with Hong Kong will see its size increase several fold as part of a plan to foster closer business and technological ties between the two places. Mr. Ng has the details. In an announcement, the State Council said the Tianhai Shenzhen Hong Kong Modern Service Industry Cooperation Zone will grow from around 15 square kilometers to over 120 square kilometers. Officials said they hope to attract universities from Hong Kong, Macau and overseas to set up branches there, adding that financial companies will also be allowed to provide cross-border securities investment services in the area.
By 2035, Qianhai will boast world-class business environment and become an engine for high-quality development with strong capability and global resource allocation, breeding innovation, and leading coordinated development. The plan wrote. In a statement, Chief Executive Carrie Lam welcomed the State Council's announcement, saying the Hong Kong community should seize the opportunities brought about by the latest development blueprint. She added that increased cooperation between the two sides will help spearhead the development of the Greater Bay Area. China will set price ranges for after-school tutoring classes and will investigate institutions' costs, such as teacher salaries. It's part of an ongoing overhaul of the education sector. Joanne Wong reports. Mainland authorities have been stepping up the monitoring of the private tutoring sector amid complaints about the price and quality of these after-school drilling sessions. And now, according to the National Development and Reform Commission, local authorities will set benchmark fee standards and floating ranges that will take into account factors such as economic conditions and family affordability. And the salaries of tutors shouldn't be significantly higher than those of teachers at local public. Public schools. China has already barred for-profit tutoring in any school subject. Meanwhile, the Ministry of Education is stepping up the scrutiny of materials used by tutoring institutes. Officials say staff responsible for compiling such materials must have a firm political stance, fully implement the party's education policy, and possess good morals. Germany's ambassador to China has died less than a month into the job. Jan Hacker had been a foreign policy advisor to Chancellor Angela Merkel before taking up the envoy position in Beijing last month. He was 54. The German foreign ministry did not specify the cause of death. Taliban say they have seized Afghanistan's Panjshir province, where they have been battling resistance fighters for days, finally consolidating their control of the whole country. Social media showed photos of Taliban fighters apparently in the provincial capital. Group spokesman told a news conference that residents of Panjshir would be given the same respect as other Afghans. The anti-Taliban alliance denied they have been defeated. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. The fund that raises money to help people arrested during the 2019 social unrest says it is immediately halting the collection of donations. Health authorities seal off a block in Lohas Park after a woman tested preliminary positive for COVID. And in a rare move, the government cancels pre-sale consent for a luxury development in Home and Tin. And now the weather. It will be mainly cloudy with a few showers. Isolated thunderstorms at first tomorrow. Sunny intervals during the day. Temperatures will range between 27 and 31 degrees. Moderate easterly winds. The outlook, very hot with sunny periods in the following couple of days. More showers and windier during the weekend. Temperature is currently 29 degrees and the humidity is 79%. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 The no. 
Motown for Stevie Wonder and my Cherie Amour brings the time to 18 minutes past 11 on a Monday evening here in Hong Kong. Wherever you're listening to us, you're more than welcome. And if you like to have a song, by the way, it's Radio Peter Gmail. This one from Olivia Newton John. Guess mine is not the first No getting over you You know I'm just a fool Who's willing To sit around And wait for you But baby can't you see It's nothing else for me Sleepy devoted 